Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Uh, old School, Jay Foreman, Rico. Uh, we were talking before the break about how programs have to separate winning and individual performance. Well, winning is, I mean, they, they all tie in together. You got to think the more that you win, the the individual accolades and, and all that stuff will come, come with it. And actually, if you win, you don't have to do as much individually. If you're on a crappy team as a line, just say as a linebacker, you got to have say like say like you're on a bad te- bad team. Uh, or here's an example, and and I think this guy should be in the Hall of Fame. But just remember when Luke Keekley came out, mm-hmm. he led the nation in tackles every year. I think ever since he he probably led the nation in tackles when he was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He was a bad boy. Yeah. But he had to do it two, three years in a row, kind of off the radar at Boston College, and he's I think he's a Hall of Fame player. I don't disagree with and, you. And I could argue with you that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's – and I think Patrick Willis should be a first ballot, and I think Luke Keekley should be as well. Hmm. So you got two first ballot Hall of Famers, and they and, and you could say this for Patrick Willis as, as well, that you have – and say like Luke Keekley had – and I think that one year he had like 160-some tackles, two picks, and, and, and I mean it was all – I mean it was stupid, right? Yeah. So just say that he was at Ohio State. He would have to. He didn't have. He wouldn't have to have those stats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's the same player. Say you had other playmakers on the field. Exactly, and that's taken into account, both good and bad. If you're only dude out there with a heartbeat and a pulse, then your stats are looked at it a little bit differently. Versus if you're playing with a bunch of dudes, I, I then they understand. Okay, I understand why you have 85 tackles and you have instead of six sacks, you only got two. Is it more impressive if he has? 120 tackles at Ohio State or 120 tackles at Boston College. I mean, but they, that's. Too, I mean, it's impressive it, it's regardless. Impressive regardless, and it's it's actually the same. It's so impressive the stats that he was putting up at Boston College because he was in a lot of ways the only guy out there. Now they had other draftable guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a really good safety, had a really good corner, and I think they had a D lineman or two. And I had a couple linemen that were drafted pretty high because the guy that said. Atlanta was well, like Philly drafted one of the linemen. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, so, had, so, they, had some so they had guys there, but on I mean, but he was the guy. Mm-hmm. So he is the guy that they game plan for every single week for years, not just a few games. Like he's he was he came in hot and left hotter. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, that's just as good. But when you're doing it with, say you say you're on there with Chase Young, so say you play with Chase Young, and you know, three other guys that were all first, second, third round guys, and he's still putting up them stats. Mm-hmm. That and, and I don't want to take anything away from it, but, yeah, that might be a little bit better, especially if you're playing it and doing a national championship. Well, that's mm-hmm. Alabama, Clemson. Right, because you, uh, you got it. Because it, it, now it's a full-on sprint to the the ball. Yeah. Because you, you got four other guys in front of you that are just as good. So, mm-hmm. in some ways, yeah, but at the end of the day, the, in, in the, the, the premise of the story is this. The, if you're on a good team, you don't have to rely on your stats. You don't have to. De- you don't have to go and, 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 and the focus is going to be there, and you're actually going to get more kudos doing it on a better team. Now, is that fair? No, it's not. Because if you had to go back and, and do redo the draft, I'm sure Luke Keekley probably should have been drafted four or five slots higher. Mm-hmm. 
because he was better than everybody under. He was the best football player, football player Period. in the, in that draft, and and so, um, that's where guys need to get out of their own way. And uh, you know what, the university, of course, you're going to win. That's the betterment. That's the betterment for the football team in the school. Individual stuff will come from it because if you do, the plays will come to you. If you here's the thing is like I remember, primary obviously we primarily played four three in college. Went to Buffalo, it was three four. It's a different defense, right? But you gotta if you're a football player, you gotta figure out how to play football. It's it's still football. You know what I'm saying? Now leverage. Now balance, if you're, you know, if you're taking a middle linebacker and putting down a three technique, that's different. But what which I did at times playing in the bubble. But again, you have to figure out how to make plays in any defense and make it work. Because if you keep doing your job and doing the things you're trained to do, you'll make the plays. Because eventually the play will come back to you. Then it's your chance to make the. Then it's your job to make that play. When you have to be, have the mindset, I'm going to do what I need to do. Is, is to the best of my ability, 10 out of 10 times, and eventually you're going to get the two or three times to make that play. Now, where guys do run into trouble, they'll go and say, okay, if I'm supposed to be in the B-gap, they'll stand in the B-gap and just sit there and just get that B-gap. Technically, they're doing it right. Do your job, then go play football. We need more football players. Well, and that leads to more football players versus entertainers. Yeah, well, the NFL, <laughs> NFL is the entertainment and all that stuff. Look, well, man, but college is very close to becoming. It is close. I don't need you to. I don't need you to tell me. I don't need catchphrases during when when you guys go down there and, and you guys interview players and mm-hmm. coach. I don't need all that. I don't need you to tell me you're tough. I don't need you to tell you. You play football. You should be tough. I don't need you to tell. All I need to see is when I when when Saturday comes. You're doing what you're trained to do and asked to do, and you're playing it in, to the best of your ability. Then everything else that you that that you're thinking is going to be told to me through my eyes. But the things that you're but I don't asked need- to do, there are players who who don't do what they're asked to do, and then it falls on coaches to adjust. And that's adapt. how dudes get fired. Yeah. yeah. And then, But then you can't turn around and ask why they get fired, or you can't be mad. Because you couldn't get players to do what you needed for them. Because you, cho- you didn't do it to the you – if you can't galvanize people in your position group to play better, mm-hmm. then you're actually not doing your job good enough. That that is a level of simple truth. It is. I mean, it's 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 how it's how say like Alabama has three defensive backs drafted, and one guy comes back, and there's no letdown. How does that happen though? Right. That's well, what you got to think. And, and, and because Smith and Jigba, right? That he's like in a factory of of producers. But you but you saw Chris Olave said, "I'm gonna still practice and I'm gonna mentor you." Yeah. But it's it's the guy that's there that's bringing everybody else with him. You get what I'm saying? Well, with him. Well, so how, my, does, how does my he, my college coach would always say this? You're gonna be led. I have to be specific and careful about who I l- allow to lead. Right, but it's just like <laughs> it's just like when I was a freshman, we had the original pipeline. Four of the guy grad, four of the guys graduated, went on to the pros or whatever. Aaron Graham came back. The, the actually that offensive line didn't have any legal procedure. It might have, in a lot of ways, might have been better. Right, ninety five. Yeah, those guys that played before, but do you and and do you do you not think Aaron Graham led those guys, sacrificed maybe some individual plays? Do you think he didn't stay on double teams a little bit longer to the guards, so the guards, so he and, and understood why he was doing it. right. 
like the next level. Do you think he didn't make them no. better? I, if, if you ask those guys, I'm sure he, yeah. Aaron Graham, helped them make the trans. And then once they, once he, Grant, Aaron Graham left, then they took off individually. Yeah. You, or they took off that position group, mm-hmm. kept it going. Well, the, devel- the development of position groups doesn't just fall on the coaches; it falls on the guys that are playing the game. Well, right. they're going to be led. Just be careful. He said, "Be careful who you attach your 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 cart to." Yeah, in some positions, whether you like it or not, you're a leader. Yeah, it could be you, you can get a you can get a stud, you can get thoroughbred, or you can get attached to 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 a mule and end up in a gutter. That's really. That's coaching to me. That's the leadership aspect. All right, we'll throw it a break. Rico's question of the day, we'll have that, and then we'll go into the social media thing. We'll finish up one-on-one. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.